It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsport. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Dow of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dial of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome inside. Happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Bill Belichick, once a week, is correct in his assessment. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. I'd like to say all of us are on... Big Ten tournament watch, but really nobody cares. I'm jacked up about it. No, come on. You, you, so my excited. team got sent no. home fast. This we is... saw Ohio State, a 14 and a half point favorite, choke away a game today. We got a nice finish here with Purdue. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Matter. I'm jacked up. It's actually a pretty good tournament. Come on, nobody... there've been a lot of close games. I know. I said it's been a pretty good tournament. It's been a great tournament. Nobody cares. I care. Nobody. I cares. matter. You don't even. You care. You tried to dismiss me for all these years. You Damn don't it. even care. Finally, no big voice guy. You don't mocks care. me and my choice of name. You don't care. You don't care. I you, love it. No, the Northwestern get, no, Northwestern got eliminated. The ball game is over. <laughs> the season is over for the Northwestern Wildcats. That it ends here it up. in Madison Square Garden I mean, at what? the hands of the Penn State Nittany Lions. We're playing My guy, a, Dave Ed at WGN Radio. They're playing oh, a week ahead because, the you know, we got to play the ACC tournament. and The, well, well, the Big East next week is East, in there. Why are, why are they not playing in Chicago. Because they wanted to well, show love to the fans of rupture. I mean, let's, Rutgers. Let, this, let's take where all our teams play, and let's have them fly halfway across the country just to play. Oh, no, it's one of the Who, dumbest things anybody's seen in recent memory. ever. I don't the, get it. The only idea worse than this college as, as sports has made, hey, let's put the uh, college semifinal games on New Year's Eve. We'll start a new tradition. 
That's the only idea worse than this. Well, unless they were sending everybody a case of beer or a couple of 750 liters. It's just, uh, it, milliliters. <laughs> maybe liters, too. If they uh, held a tournament, nobody cared. Would the results really count? No, it's really tough to watch as a longtime Big Ten aficionado to see the tip-off of games where you could point out, hey, there's that one guy. There he is, standing. Everything he does is now in from the fifth row. You You know what he's done for two hours of his life. He's got the best alibi anybody's ever had. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, meanwhile, since it's Friday, it's only apropos that the best story of the night is about soup. And I, 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 I mean it. I mean it's literally about soup. Nothing for you. Cavaliers guard J.R. Smith, who was suspended for the Cavaliers game last night for a post-shoot-around altercation. Conduct unbecoming uh, Teron Lou of said, a human being. Teron Lou said something happened after practice, <laughs> but he's going to be back starting Saturday, but he's going to be suspended for the game Thursday night. So we figure, how bad could it be if already Teron Lou says, ah, you know he's going to be back starting Saturday night. Well, One now, day and back. Now we know what it is. Is because J.R. Smith got into an altercation with assistant coach Damon Jones. And as a result, no, 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 no. There Not a no, Geno Smith situation. Was, no, no, there was no punches thrown. J.R. Smith threw a bowl of soup at Damon Jones and earned that one game suspension. Do we buy it? Well, here's a, well, yeah. You can't. This is just stupid. Why would you? Why would you put something out there like this where you can get made fun of? Well, because it's so absurd. It is that absurd. it takes That's away why. anything, like any legitimate beef. Maybe he throws a side of beef at him next. Maybe it was beef straight soup. out of Rocky. Maybe it was beef soup. Maybe, maybe a nice mm. beef stew. Are you a chef? Because you keep feeding me soup. I got a man. Good. What's your man got to do with me? I got a man. Yeah. I yeah. got a bowl of soup. I got a J.R. Smith. Nothing for you. I didn't realize soup was part of the, the setup ahead of a game either. It really is mind-blowing okay, on, on so many levels. Before we get it, before no, we get it's the J.R. Smith, this. though. Yes. So, I mean, it's... If I said to you any NBA player who would be caught throwing soup at somebody, you would say J.R. Smith. Lance or, Stevenson. Lance Stevenson or Nick Young. It would be one of those yeah. three, right? Yeah. It would be one of those three throwing soup at somebody. Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to be him. Before we get into the silliness of this... This shows you, just real quick, how mentally fragile the Cavaliers are that you had a player throw a bowl of soup and completely disrespect an assistant coach, and the result is you're suspended, but you'll be back starting and everything is fine on Saturday. Whoa, what does that say? It's only David Jones. But no, it's still an assistant coach. And here's Teron Lou saying, I got to do it, but don't worry, you're back starting on Saturday. What kind of message is that really sending? I mean, you're basically saying, I am so worried about losing control of this team. Because if that happened on any... If if Kawhi Leonard... Well, actually, you have to be playing. If Tony Parker threw a bowl of soup at Manu Ginobili and, and they got into it, you think Greg Pop would just say, uh, yeah, Tony, yeah, you're saying... No, that, Tony Parker, forget about it. You never see Tony Parker again. One game suspension. But hey, not that, but no, hey it's no, winning no, no, no. time. Buddy. Not that it's one game, but it's that they suspended him, and then it was, but you'll be back starting on Saturday. Then what kind of suspension is it when you're trying to uh, soften it by saying, "Yeah, but you're back starting." So no matter how bad it was, you disrespected assistant coach. Yeah, you're back starting Saturday. Well, I'm we know. You, look we know how the, fragile that. But is. we know the players run the league. Of and course, certainly. 
But you would think that it's J.R. Smith. It's not LeBron. LeBron could throw soup at everybody. Yeah, but LeBron brought J.R. Smith and it back. It wouldn't matter. He was one. Of, notice he was one of the guys that got to stay. Yeah, okay. okay, sure. In the great sure. purge of 2018, sure. Sure. he was one of the guys that got yeah. to stick it out. Okay. So he, he's tight with the boss, LeBron. You guys seen blue chips? That is fragile. So he gets to hang around. It's so, fragile, fragile. When you when you can throw a right? bowl of soup at a coach and it's, yeah, yeah, you're back in, in one day. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's, it's a, that's a slap in the face for Damon Jones. Well, Damon Jones it's absolutely disrespected. Maybe he's got a workplace... Incident report that he can file, depending sick. on what was he burned by the soup. Well, now now we get into the important what questions. What kind about of it. soup was it? Well, chunky? That, okay, okay. That's the fir- first things first. Whereas it flew, it hit him in the face. You know what kind of soup it was is is interesting. It's because, a hot topic of conversation. Uh, I like I like a, a TJ a hot topic of warmed over soup. Was it just like broth? And there was like a little bit of pasta. But I mean, what precipitated? Did he say, "Hey, these guys are slipping through your defense like soup through a slotted spoon"? No, I don't, that, that's a bad reference. I don't know that's that people pretty, would say. That's it. I don't think that, you're not going to make. Funny a, though, isn't it? You're not going to make a slotted no. spoon reference. Why not? I don't know. A slotted spoon. Well, unless soup had unless to run you're saying, "Hey, do you have a slotted spoon in your clotted cream?" That would be kind of interesting. It's kind of like how that flows, to, flows together it's, there. That does flow pretty well. But if it, is it like if it was tomato soup, I'd be really mad because you're staining. You're not getting that out of your clothes. Yeah, good tomato. If it was clam chowder, I mean that's really hot. That's really chunky. Broccoli cheddar too. For you're not. I mean that's tough. You're you're murdering. Is it, is it a freshly made broccoli cheddar, or is it the thing out of the package, like well, all delicatessen well, the, the delicatessens and stuff used? If it was a half-eaten bowl of soup, it's going to be you know lukewarm temperature. If this is a if this is a full bowl of soup, that's got it. That's going to be hot. What if it was a bread bowl? Just picked it up and threw that bread a little, bowl. A little at bit you. of heft coming at you too. A little bit of weight behind it. Suddenly, the bowl but of soup. Say, is like, say it's a pretty sizable sourdough bread bowl but, that comes at you, and if it's if it's baked a little bit longer, it's got that crust, uh-huh. which means it's a little harder as it hits you in the face. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. When you hear, "I threw a bowl of soup at him." Now I'm picturing, you know, he's got the bowl and he splashes. I'm the picturing soup to him. my two-year-old. Yeah, no, no, I'm having flashbacks. But I, I'm picturing, I'm picturing J.R. Smith with the soup and he splashes it. I'm throwing a bowl of soup at you. But like, did he actually throw the bowl too? Was this like a, a you know, I'm eating a bowl of soup and I, and you and I turn and I just the whole thing is in my hand. And I throw the whole bowl because yeah, I can hurt you. It's a little ramekin full of soup. Because I, I, we got problems. I, I, if if that's like in a in a you know a a, a china bowl or a little stone a, pot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it fits in one of those you know flimsy little styrofoam yeah, things. Yeah, it's a about, styrofoam but if you get thrown a bowl of soup, that could hurt you. That's it could really hurt you. It's really escalated quickly. There's many layers to this conversation, and here's another part of it. Yeah, soup is popular. Still, NBA players. Still what? NBA players. I mean, I know it's cold and it's good for the heart, good for the soul. Like, like you, I mean, when when mom would make a nice big pot of did soup. Did you really just drop there? a chicken soup as good for the soul? Did you really do? <laughs> no, I was saying a pot of soup, but yeah, chicken soup for the soul. But the idea available at Amazon. But growing up in Chicago, there'd yeah. be times of the year where you know you're cold to the bones, and and mom having a nice pot of soup on the stove was it was a nice welcoming yeah, warming is, but thing. this is an nba locker room this is an, i mean is there a place maybe, maybe they're trying to foster it so it's more like a home-like environment because right now there's been a lot of angst a lot of turnover Man. trying to bring everybody together and make it more familial they, just, they have a really old woman who they just call grandma who just makes soup for everybody you said that like it's a bad I'm thing. Sit out and have some soup buddy. wouldn't that be a winning part to your culture and to your organization Damn. to have that kind of 
factor in your locker room? Damon Jones says you take too many threes, JR. Here's a hot bowl. Throw it at him. Go ahead. I'll give you some more. You just turn the old lady making soup into the devil. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I, look. I've been in many this locker is my rooms, nightmare. and and I, I didn't think soup was something that was a bit. Now, see, usually you got I'm a nice jelly table. Yeah. You got some, yeah. There's some meat. wraps. Yeah, no piles of meats and cheeses. Because I'm picturing like J.R. Smith showing up like with a brown bag, you know, instant soup that he made. Oh, no, I got for you. I got Mrs. Grass. I'm gonna make soup. Look, look, because of these deals, we're not having to go into the luxury tax too heavy right now. But instead of the normal setup we have pre and post game, there's a giant case full of ramen. Help yourself. <laughs> we, here's a cup of noodle for you. Go ahead, have the you know, cup of noodle we on We decided Tuesday. to cut cost ramen on Friday. Now, you got to make sure you get your sodium, okay? A lot of sodium and soup. Now, let me ask you this Was it his bowl of soup? Was it somebody else's bowl of soup? Like, was he eating a bowl of soup? Or was, you know, Tristan Thompson just sitting there with a bit, you know, had a big scoop of clam and potato put in his mouth and and he grabbed it out of Tristan Thompson's hand and I threw that bowl of soup at him. I mean, there's many, I mean, there's so many things I want to know about this. I think I want, if you could say to me, okay, Jason, what, what, what would you like to know? You know, conspiracy-wise, throughout throughout life, I could say, okay, was Super Bowl three fixed? I'd like to know about you know uh, uh, John F. Kennedy. I'd like to know all these things. I, I would also really like to know what happened with the soup. I think my favorite tweet came from uh, Worldwide Wob, uh, saying now he right. follows us on Twitter. Yeah, he's a popular dude. So the deal with the J.R. Smith saying, if you had to give up half of your pinky. <laughs> Painless removal. But if you had to give up half of your pinky and you knew definitively what happened in this situation, no more stories, no spin, no anything. What precipitated the soup flying, assuming this happened? We want to know. And and why it got to that conclusion. Again, Mm -hmm. soup being part A, part B being something else happened and soup is a cover. Yeah. Soup is a cover. (laughs) But you, you knew definitively what happened in this situation, but you had to go through life with nine and a half fingers. Would you? Not for that. Like Jets win the Super Bowl or back to back, I I would think about it. But oh, okay, if you're guaranteeing the soup thing, I mean that's I mean I really want to know, but no, you're talking about my I might need my finger for something. I may need that half of my finger to get jammed in a door at some point. Well, I mean the pinky also if you're going to drink some tea, right? You got to turn your pinky up. Yeah, proper uh, etiquette. I, I, yeah, uh, we also have uh, UCLA Dodger Frank chiming in. If J.R. Smith was using alphabet soup, I'm sh- assuming a few L's were in there. Oh, oh there we go. See, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> the loser goes on the fire. It's, TJ, so many layers to this soup story. <laughs> well, you got to layer the flavors. You really get a nice, long, slow-cooked soup. And maybe we'll have to give this story up for lentil soup, <laughs> TJ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you like that, huh? Uh, well we're just done. getting started with soup. We got Springsteen Nirvana. Okay. 877 on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter at How About a Fresca. Coming up next, big news from the Combine. One big star, I am glad, is telling teams to stick it. I'm so excited. No, it's, no, no, Tim, you you can't really do that. I'm either. very, very excited yeah, okay. about it. You can be excited, though, but that's okay. I love it. We got that story coming up next. This is Fox Sports Radio. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Today at the NFL Combine, there is a big story surrounding Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson. As early in the day, we heard that more than a few teams wanted to see him work out at wide receiver at the Combine. Of course, we had the story last week, Bill Polian saying, I think he's a wide receiver. He's too short to be a quarterback. Oh, so at 6'3", he's too short, but also he's okay to be a wide receiver if you think he's that short. And even though Lamar Jackson has made a, a horrible move by having his mom advising him and representing him, you need somebody with experience. The one thing I'm glad he did was when this story got out there, he said, look, no one's told me to do it. But even if they did, he would tell them, no, I'm a quarterback. Well, like me a quarterback, that's where I'm going. You know, that's strictly my position. Yeah. Yes, sir. Lamar, just, just to make sure that we're clear on this, no, no one has asked you at all to work out with a wide receiver. No, sir, not that I know of. And that's not on the table? Not at all. I'm not going to be a wide receiver at all tomorrow. <laughs> quarterback positions. <laughs> I'm glad he would tell teams to stick it because he should. This is a guy that won the Heisman bleeping trophy. I'm pretty sure he can throw the ball okay. I'm pretty sure. You just watched Nick Foles win the bleeping Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure you can have somebody and get him in the right system that's going to take advantage of all of his skills. right? And I, I'm not saying he should tell him to stick it because of ego. You're not asking anybody else to do it. not asking anybody else to say, hey, you know what, Josh Rosen, why don't you take some reps at tight end? Hey, you know what, Sam Darnold, why don't you take some reps at tight end a little bit? No, no, but Lamar Jackson, because he's athletic, let's put him at wide receiver. It's like people are who are 80 years old and just think one way of athletic quarterbacks, oh, we got to do this to them. I'm glad. You're not asking anybody else, and he won the Heisman Trophy. Plus, I haven't worked out at wide receiver. Why, do you, why would I go out there when I've never done it before? When all I'm going to do is look awkward and you're not going to get a good read on me anyway. I've never done it. I've not trained as a wide receiver, so I'm going to do it at the Combine. Players don't throw at the Combine because it's not their home field, their home receivers, their area of comfort. Why would he suddenly say, I'll work out at wide receiver at the Combine? You're putting yourself in a position to fail. And then anybody that wants you as a wide receiver, you're not an asset. You're a curiosity. No one's going to draft you thinking you're a future. They're thinking, well, maybe if you turn into a Terrell Pryor type guy, you have one big season, but we're not counting on you for anything. We're counting on you to change positions and be a wide receiver. That's a horrible thing, number one, to think about a guy like Lamar Jackson. I would never do it for those reasons, never. Well, we have people that are still caught up in old old thinking in terms of players. Now, for Lamar Jackson – there, there's the long-term effect is if it doesn't work at quarterback, you can always change later on. You can go the Terrell Pryor. It didn't work as a quarterback as he came into the league and, well, really not working right now as a wide receiver either. But you have that as a backup plan. For Lamar Jackson right here, while everybody else is getting all puffy-chested about what they can and can't do, he just flat-out says, I'm a quarterback. And I'm here to be a quarterback. And some team is going to be happy with what I can do. Because you do have some scouts that just say flat out, wherever he ends up, that's going to be the steal of the draft. Because he'll end up sliding down the board after those first three are chosen. And when you go to a better team, and even Josh Rosen admitted that, as you went, well, you know, you want to get drafted high, but by the same token, you want to go to a team that's pretty well prepared. For Lamar Jackson, that might actually be the opportunity uh, that he's afforded come draft day. But I like him in in all this noise and 
everything about how many reps somebody threw up or how weak somebody else was that he just dismisses this category and just says, I'll see y'all in hell. I'm a quarterback. He's already met with teams. There are many teams that say, we like you as a quarterback. But we get into all the... And that's great. That's all you need. Right. We're going through and we're dissecting all the traits of the other quarterbacks, right? Josh Rosen, does he really love football? Baker Mayfield, the Johnny Manziel comparisons, even if they're specious and, and, and erroneous. Is his fire a bad thing at times? You know, the grabbing of the crotch and running up and down the sideline, whatever else. Josh Allen, he's got the physical tools, but can he hit the broad side of a barn? Lamar Jackson finally says, you know what? Look what I've done on the field. I am a quarterback. Hear me proud. And that's it. <laughs> Draft me as such. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter. At How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. You tell Lamar Jackson, they tell you, tell him to stick it for all of those reasons. But he needs a hype man still, though. Uh, Well, I don't know about this. I mean, he was his own hype man pretty well today. Can, but, but can your mom really be your hype man? No. It's, I mean, well, I mean, Lamar Ball did it for his kids. You need, like, Jimmy Hart. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. All the best players... Set to go in the first five or six picks in the NFL draft, have all weighed in on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland! The Cleveland Browns, laughing stock of the National Football League for, oh, let's see, since 2000, even they before. Saw. 99. Yeah. Even before that? Uh, yeah, well, even when they weren't didn't have a team. But this is the only time in your life you will hear this many star people. Talking about how great it would be to play for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, until the draft next year when they're picking number when one they're again, doing it and again. Then you have all those guys. Yeah. So the only time in your life until next year. But listen to stuff from today when everybody doing their interviews today. First, here's Baker Mayfield, Heisman Trophy winner this past season. His opinion on the Browns. First things first, they get a winner. And I think if anybody's going to turn that franchise around, it'd be me and be able to put it in the right direction. They're they're close. They're, they're very close. They're, they have the right pieces. Uh, I think they just need one guy, a quarterback, to make that difference. If anybody could turn that franchise around, as man, and I was waiting words, for him to woo. I don't know after that. that. I, I thought he was going Ric Flair. I like his confidence and cockiness. I, I, you know, listen. If anybody's going to do it, it'll be me. Do you think Josh Rosen could? No, oh, no way. No, <laughs> come on, man. What about Sam Darnold? Huh? He'll throw thirty-five <laughs> interceptions in the first five games. You saw his hand on, measurement. Man. He's fumbling the ball. But there is Baker Mayfield. The Browns are close. They're close. I can do it. Here's Josh Allen who could go number one overall on the Browns. I mean, it's every kid's dream to be drafted number one. I think Cleveland got things going in the right direction. They got all the pieces, a lot of draft picks early on, a lot of cap space to go get guys in free agency. So I definitely think that it's a good spot to be in if you're fortunate enough to be taken by them, um, whether it be at one or four. See, think about that. They're 0-16, but they're going in the right direction. You you can't be going in the right direction when you haven't won a game. How could you they be going to the right direction? Because you can't go anywhere but up. How could Can you? Really? You got to at least win one. You're going in the right direction. Look, you're all of a sudden a superstar. You thought they would have done it this year. No. You thought they would have done it this season. Hugh Jack gets a, another uh, opportunity. <laughs> but there's jo- there's Josh Allen. Very excited. Oh, the Browns, the Browns. They're going in the right direction. How about Saquon Barkley? 
Suddenly everybody's darling today after a big day, 40-yard dash, combine-wise. Here's him talking about the Browns. I think they're a couple pieces away. Uh, they do have a lot of young talent, um, bringing in a new offensive coordinator. Uh, they are a good team. If you look at the, the the schedule, obviously they won one game, but they were in a lot of games. So uh, you want to be part of something like that. That's something bigger than yourself. Um, that's something that will leave a legacy, being part of something special. We haven't won a game, but they're in a lot of games. You look at their schedule. <laughs> well, they were in 16 of them. And they lost all of them. But there's, there's Saquon Barkley trying to say wonderful things about them. This is, this is the best day for the Browns ever. Everybody is saying wonderful things about them. They, they, believe they gave them up or not. 11 more points per game than they scored in 2017. But too soon, bro. Saquon Barkley might as well walk around in a superhero outfit the rest of the weekend. They lost after the, the effort today. They lost to the Colts. <laughs> Colts didn't beat anybody. They lost to the Bengals twice. They lost to the Jets. I mean, come on, man. Really? They lost to the Bears. They weren't even in a game against the Bears. It was a game they were supposed to try to win. Bears were fantastic. They were only a player away. Here's Sam Darnold, who could really go number one overall to the Browns. He could be excited about going to Cleveland. I think it's a really good scenario right now um, with you know the draft picks, um, the amount of cap room that they have. I mean, um, I would honestly love to play there. Um, I think it's a great opportunity and something that I would be looking forward to. There they is. all got the same damn talking points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it. They're well. one step ahead of the other. Uh, we're, we're trending in the right direction. There's plenty of cap space. Well, plenty of cap space. Hey, hang on a second. They're all saying the same thing. They all have the same talking points. They have a great color scheme. Except, well, their name is Browns, so you know what their color is going to be. It's kind of, you know, it's in there. It's like the Syracuse Orange, you know. Whoa. Well, it has been the last couple of years. I mean, we got two double digit win seasons since 1994. Poop fest. Everybody's on the same page. With great talking points about Cleveland. I love it. Except for Josh Rosen. Don't really know anything about Cleveland. I've never been there. Um, haven't really talked to their coaching staff yet. Have a meeting with them tonight. So, I mean, it's impossible to formulate opinions when you don't really, haven't really done any research uh, on the actual place. So I'm probably going to visit there, um, hang out with them. Good and job by him. And you wonder why people are saying, I, I don't get why Josh Rosen, people think Josh Rosen hates Cleveland. I don't get uh, Those are the talking points you're supposed to have about Cleveland. Everybody else had the same thing. Nowhere to go but up. You saw their schedule. They were in a lot of games. They're only a couple of pieces away. Yes, offensive linemen, wide receivers, quarterbacks, defensive linemen. Now, everybody else had it. Everybody, no, 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 I don't know anything about it. I, wanna... I haven't done research. Not Yeah, no, I, none of that. That's the most swagger of them all quarterback who says kiss my ass i'll get there and i'll turn things around and figure it out when i get there i am not going to cleveland you can go to the uh christmas story house you can go over to the cuyahoga river of course uh you can go to the greater cleveland aquarium that opened in 2012 70,000 square feet uh including a, a cool acrylic shark tunnel that you can walk through. Uh, yeah, the International Women's Air and Space Museum and a, a museum celebrating our 20th president Aww. james garfield who knew how about that? Well, I mean, well, really, the first day you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I figured everybody knew that. And, and then you go to the flats. Some picture of uh, right? Drew, Drew Carey, and then you go from there. <laughs> you go to Drew Carey's house. <laughs> this is where Drew Carey grew up, and this begins and ends our tour of Cleveland. No, it's a great day. Josh Rosen's the only guy. Listen, I really don't want to go there. But I love it. How he even said today, I don't know why people, where people are getting that I, I really don't want to go to Cleveland. Well, because of this. No, I enjoy that immensely. Again, saying I, I don't have to. 
I don't have to go through all the speaking draft toys. me. There's a hundred other guys you could take. Don't draft me. I'm now, if, if he'd shown up in a Broncos uniform or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, you want to talk about swagger. He unzips the uh, the mm. pullover, right? They give him QB, whatever the number is on it. He starts unzipping it, and it's a jersey of some other team that is in the Browns. No, no, no. What if he had, he had a piece of a jersey or a hat of every other team but the Browns? He's got a Jets hat. Full, full he's got a Giants jacket. He's got a Broncos t-shirt. You know, he's got pants and shoes. What about Brown? Oh, um, hang on. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I gotta, I gotta go back uh, and uh, you know what? I, I got an appointment. I got a phone call. I'm not yeah. going number four. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. I have the least concerns about Josh Rosen as I have over ahead of any other quarterback. I have the least amount of concerns. He's not going to get blitzed 95% of the time like he did in college because his line was terrible. Not going to happen. So when you talk about durability, he got hit play after play. He's not going to get hit that much in the NFL. Immaturity, all the all his teammates were saying, Josh, is we, we like him. He's outspoken, so he gets a little bit of bad publicity for it. And, oh, he had a hot tub in his dorm room freshman year. Well, you know what? That's good, something- good on him. Yeah, that's something a kid – is it immaturity? Sure. But that's something a kid did in his freshman year in college. Tell tell me All if right? you could have afforded to put a hot tub in your your room, I, that there wouldn't have been two. I wish I could. I would have, I'd have had my whole room as a hot tub. I'd have slept in the hot tub. Sitting up, my, my, my head back, oh, that would have been awesome. Strapped in so you sure. don't slip under. <laughs> I have the least amount of concerns over all the quarterbacks for Josh Rosen. He's that good. He's Carson Palmer. That's what he reminds me of. Even a little bit more mobile than Carson Palmer. I have no concerns, but <laughs> but <laughs> if I'm going to be concerned about Josh Rosen, it's because of an interview he did at the Combine today and the person he did the interview with, because Uh-oh. one of the people Josh Rosen spoke to was none other than quarterback guru and whisperer extraordinaire, Jeff Fisher. What's like the biggest like abstract kind of personality trait that teams look for usually? It's a hard position to play. You've got to have a short memory. So for lack of better terms, a, a given factor needs to be low when negative things happen. But it still has to, you have to have a give a factor because you're going to be the most motivated, hardworking player on that team, whoever drafts you. So... It's that fine line there when things don't go right. How do you bounce back from it? How do you put it behind? What if the Giants had asked me, like, would you rather back up or would you rather compete for the starting job? That's a good question. How would you answer that? Say whatever you guys ask me to do, I'll do better than anyone else. If you want me to compete for the job, I'll compete. If you want me to back up, then I'll be the best backup in the country. That's a good answer. That's a good question. Whenever you guys think I'm ready, I will be ready. I'm ready now. I want to win. You know. Is that your final answer? (laughs) It sounds like Jeff Fisher was talking about himself at the end there. Look, I'm ready for another chance. I'm ready to get back in the NFL. He did. That was his. He was being interviewed for a job. (laughs) You know, actually, I coach Case Keenum, and I coach Sam Bradford. I coach Jared Goff. The entire time in in Rosen's mind, don't you think that's going through his head though? Like, all these other guys succeeded after they got you out of the way. Uh, I laid a base for them. You know, you give good answers. I'm not going to settle for that. 
And, you know, maybe if I get back in the league at some point, I could wind up coaching somebody again. And now someone's put a microphone on me, so I'm going to talk like I'm ready and I know what I'm talking about with quarterbacks. I mean, really, outside of the grins and giggles factor, who said, oh, you know, you know we need Josh Rosen needs to talk to is Jeff Fisher. But without the video, right, we hear the audio here. Aren't you envisioning something out of, like, the hologram scenes that you have with some... Some that's, old wizard That's like something that you're talking That's to. like me trying to go on a diet saying, you know who should talk to is Bobby Flay. Like, I should talk <laughs> to a big chef, you know? You should talk to a guy that specializes in making chocolate cake. No! That's the worst thing for me if I'm trying to diet. You know who you should talk to before you get to the NFL? Jeff Fisher. <laughs> wait, 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 really? Yes, no, trust me. Why? So one of those, like, joke things? No, 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 talk to Jeff Fisher. Well, one of those everything he says, I do the opposite? No, 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 talk to Jeff Fisher. He's so awful with quarterbacks. Just go talk to him. The like, tone, I thought, it's like two guys getting ready to go to battle. I expected Josh Rosen to walk in and see Jeff Fisher and go, oh, am I being punked? Is this it? Like, <laughs> is this a funny? Do I just sit down and I'll go along with it? Go along, really? Okay. Just stay low with your I'll voice, with and it. then Jeff Fisher comes back with the gravelly voice. Do you think that's a good question? Is you that know, a good answer? You got to have a lot of give a blank because, you know, I didn't when I didn't know the Patriots running backs the week before I got fired because <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to learn who they are. All of those things happened. Coming up next, we have the best and worst from the Combine here on Fox. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe available early 2024. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. 
I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to the Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.